Oh, I can't tell you how happy it makes me that you're all still here. I guess you guys really do like spooky stories, don't you? There have been so many great, wild, and fantastic stories throughout history, and some of them seem to go out of style, then come back again every now and then. But some of them are truly evergreens that never completely go away. It's also fun to see an alternate version of one of those stories, or when you read a tale that is inspired by some of those classic stories, and you think, aha, I know that one. Listen closely to this next story and think about if you recognize anything about it from possibly some other fairy tale. Prepare yourselves, no nappers. This is The Picky Eater by K.M. Bennett. I'm not quite sure who the reader is, but I rather like his voice. The Picky Eater by K.M. Bennett Odie was a picky eater. Every day, Odie refused to eat most things. His justifications made his mother so angry that his picky eating was the number one cause of being grounded at his house. All his life, people warned Odie about the horrible fates that would come to him if he didn't change his ways. Your bones will break. Your teeth will rot. You'll be constipated. Your growth will be stunted. Odie never listened, and Odie was always fine, in his opinion. Nobody ever expected him to change, including Odie, until one fateful night. Sent to his room for not eating his dinner again, Odie decided he was sick of being grounded. On that windy, dark night, he crept out the window and used a bedsheet to repel down. The gusts in the nearby woods called to him like a lilting song and he followed the scent of damp pine needles down to a mysterious giant tree. Odie had noticed the huge, gnarled tree earlier in the week. It seemed to have sprung into existence quite suddenly, skipping the sapling phase and sprouting to full size out of nowhere. The girth of it was wider than two pickup trucks stacked side by side. He didn't know how any of it was possible, but he knew he had to find out more. Climbing trees was an expertise of Odie's, and he looked at this gigantic tree as the ultimate challenge. Thankfully, there were smaller limbs at just the right height for a kid like Odie to reach, almost like a natural ladder. Limb to limb to limb, Odie climbed until the air became as thin as a frayed thread. Chill air swept over him and made him shiver. It was only when he looked down and realized he could no longer see his own house anymore that he realized just how high he'd climbed. All the trees and houses were like tiny seeds scattered on squares of land. The squares of earth gave him a whimsical notion of frosted cake pieces on a giant dessert tray, but the swirl of the clouds below made him quite dizzy. Uh-oh. So scared at that moment, Odie almost started the arduous climb down right then, but off in the distance, a sparkle of gold caught his eye. As he squinted at the edge of the blue open sky, he made out the gleaming parapets of a golden palace. A hill of bright clouds was its home. Awestruck, Odie reached one hand off the tree to a nearby cloud and found it was as solid as a pillow. A deep breath filled his lungs and he leaped onto the cloud. 
Odie walked on the clouds a long way until he arrived at the Golden Castle. All castles are big, but this one was colossal. If Odie wanted to knock on the door, he would have had to have been several stories high to grasp the wrecking ball sized knocker. Just as he was about to turn around and go home, a giant hand burst from the doors and grabbed him. Odie thrashed and kicked against the hand, which was sturdier than a metal trap around him. He was carried to a sweltering room that smelled like fresh baked pies and simmering vegetables. In any other circumstance, Odie would have thought it smelled delicious. The giant holding Odie hummed as he set his table with his free hand. After dropping Odie on a plate, he checked on his bubbling pots and piping hot ovens. After a few minutes, the giant put bowls of mashed potatoes and green beans on the giant table. The table shook, and to Odie, it was stronger than an earthquake. The giant scooped a large helping of mashed potatoes onto the plate. Odie rolled away from the steaming avalanche. Then, he dashed from the pelting of giant green beans that came raining down next. After the downpour was over, Odie settled in the one clean spot on the plate, and, surrounded by the overwhelming smell of two foods that Odie would personally never eat, he got a grand idea. <clears throat> Before you eat me, can I tell you a little bit about my flavor profile? What? I'm going to tell you a little bit about myself, because honestly, I'm just so thankful that someone finally thinks I'm good enough to eat. The giant looked bewildered. Mm. I've been given to people so many times to be eaten by now, and almost nobody will even try a bite. Why? What's wrong with you? I don't know. All I know is what others who wouldn't eat me said, but you probably don't want to hear about it before eating. It might turn your stomach. The giant slammed down his fork and knife, and Odie bounced up several feet on the plate before landing back down. I demand you tell me right now. I'll tell you the first reason. It's not so bad. I've been told that I eat too much garlic and you'll have bad breath from eating me. The giant sniffed. I don't smell any garlic. You won't until you open me up, but that's not the only thing. I'm supposed to be grounded right now. At home, my mom won't even let me out of my room. I'm not a free-range human. Won't you feel guilty about that? Your other giant friends couldn't bear the thought. <clears throat> the giant's mouth twisted in confusion. Well, he blustered. I can't be bothered with the history of every morsel I put into my mouth. But maybe you should be, Odie continued. After all, you don't know where I've been, do you? I was out camping last weekend and got full of mosquito bites. That toxin has a really bad aftertaste, and I think that some giants are even allergic to it. I still have the bites all over. Odie lifted his sleeves to show the red welts on his skin. The giant recoiled in disgust. The other thing is, I've been touching the mashed potatoes this whole time. I think some of them even got into my hair. And I accidentally sat on a green bean too. I taste really funny if you mix me with another flavor. I don't know about you, but it really bothers me when one of my food is touching the others. <sighs> Another thing, my dad is in the military and we move every year. 
You probably already know that children collect the flavors from every town they live in. I've lived in so many towns that my flavors are all mixed up. Honestly, when you mix so many towns together, it kind of makes you taste like poop. Ugh. The giant gagged and looked at Odie with outright horror. But maybe you like the taste of poop. Odie hefted the giant fork on his back and lugged it over to the giant. Someone finally thinks I'm good enough to eat. Thanks for taking a chance on me. The giant looked at his fork mournfully. Odie clasped his hands behind his back and settled into the soft bed of mashed potatoes. Here's one last thought before you eat me. Even my mom doesn't know this, but I've been wearing the same underwear for a week. The giant howled in disgust and swiped his great hand across the table. Odie and the plate went flying through the air like a ginormous frisbee. Odie laughed in exhilaration and relief as he soared through the air and out the palace window. Eventually, he hung from the lip of the plate and jumped down to the roof of his very own house as the plate continued to skim the air. Odie carefully made his way down from the roof and into his room through the bedroom window. Nobody had even noticed he was missing. At dinner the next evening, his mother sighed at Odie's barely touched plate. Odie, it won't kill you to eat your broccoli even if it's touching the mac and cheese. Can't you just eat your dinner for once? Odie's eyes sparkled with renewed defiance. You know, Mom, he said between swigs of milk, you'd be surprised to know that sometimes it pays to be a picky eater. When Odie next went into the woods, the mysterious tree had vanished. There was never news of a giant dinner plate landing either, and with the disappearance of these magical items, his mother's insistence to change him also faded. Soon, she stopped commenting on his dinner plate and left him to his own devices. And you know what happened? The most horrific thing you can imagine. One day, Odie decided, on his own, to try the broccoli.